This is the Gary Abbott Podcast Show, and today we're talking about a special van life episode, the checklist to buy and must-have options. We're going to run through the top 10. It's going to really help you pick out the right van for the long-lasting purchase it should be. So, number one, living area. Consider it your living room. You need space. Just imagine it's pouring and raining, maybe for a day, two, three, and you're stuck in the van. Clearly, you need a great, comfortable chair, table. Uh, If there's more than one of you in the van, you need space. And let me emphasize that if you pack the van fully, fully tight, you better have comfortable couch, a comfortable chair that you can operate out of because there'll be those days that you're not traveling and you'll need, and that should be priority number one is a comfortable living space to just sit, work, watch TV, whatever you're going to do. Number two should be the bed. There are lots of vans out there that, um, People complain about the bed after they get it. Should be comfortable. Not all couch converts into beds are comfortable. You'll find people buying uh, mattress pads. Those are not necessarily super comfortable. And then you have to have room for the mattress pad. So really think about sleeping. Uh, The bed, you're going to spend considerable time in the van asleep. So the bed needs to be comfortable. You may want twin beds with full mattresses. Might be the most comfortable sleeping that you have. The bed, also the length of the bed. Some people just can't sleep in 72 inches length and then you hit a cabinet. Some people need more room. They need 80 inches or they need a bed that they can hang their feet off. Really, look at the bed. The bed should be your number two consideration. Number three, the bathroom. Okay, I've seen so many vans that don't have bathrooms and I turn those videos right off on YouTube because they're not realistic. You you are going to have to go at some point in the van. And I'm not thinking a bucket is good enough. I think you're going to need a comfortable bathroom. The bathroom can be as simple as a porto potty that you store under a cabinet to a fully nice um, porcelain toilet that flushes just like home. But you've got to decide on the bathroom. And I think there are two things in the bathroom you're looking for. You can sit on it. It fits you. You have elbow room. You need elbow room. You need enough space to feel comfortable. You don't want to feel like you're going into a closet that you can't move. You clearly uh, need to do your thing and you need to be somewhat comfortable and it may need to be private. So you may need a separate area. The Whether you need a sink, I don't believe you need a sink in the bathroom. If you have a sink somewhere else in the van, because you could put in disposable wipes or something like that, that uh, or just wipes with a bucket. But I, I also think in the bathroom, a shower. A shower is going to be important. Outdoor showers, 
Eh, you're not going to feel comfortable setting that up and being outdoors where people could see you most of the time. Really try it out in the sense that sit on the toilet, stand up in it as if you're going to take a shower. Can you move your arms around? You know, that, that's got to be the biggest thing. So the next item after the bathroom is the kitchen. The kitchen sink, what type of sink, and refrigerator. You're going to want to have meals in the van. You're going to be able to wash the pots and pans or plates or dishes. means you have, a, have to have a water tank and a pump. So, you know, I've seen everything from foot pumps to, you know, you got a, a regular electric pump that pumps the water. But your kitchen needs to be functional. Uh, too tight of a kitchen is going to be a problem. Uh, but this is an area where very subjective to what you need. And your refrigerator, how efficient, whether it's a 12-volt cooler that uh, can maintain the temperature all the way up to a regular uh, refrigerator with that has a freezer and the refrigeration part. Most important thing, and I believe this is number five, the heating and AC. You're going to either be cold or hot, depending on where you travel. Don't overlook this. Uh, the insulation in your van is going to help if you have good insulation. And you really want to run these devices. What do they run on? Electricity. Uh, you know, you can get a gas buddy that's a heating device, a portable. Not as great as a built-in. Uh, AC, you, you, you can't survive in Florida in the summer without AC. Uh, and you'll have to figure out how can you run AC. AC is basically going to run off electricity, and you need a lot of it. So it either has to be plugged in or a generator is running. Which leads me to item number six, which is generator. Don't pass up on a generator. Generator is a must-have. There are all types. There are propane. There are gas. There are even engine generators. Um that's the one I dream of. I have a propane, but an engine generator would be quieter to run when you need the AC. Uh, it also, it's just way more efficient, quieter, uh, one less type of fuel if you're not using uh, gas for your kitchen. Um, it's all around, that's the best way, but it is an expensive way. But don't pass up on a generator. I don't care how many people tell you they can live off solar. When the batteries start to go dead, the generator is your savior to re put, put more juice back in there. And the greatest systems, uh, when you run the generator, they help top off the battery, which really works if you're not plugging in every night on your trips. Okay, number seven. Even though I dish this a little solar, and batteries make a difference. You're going to have to figure out your needs, also depending on the components you have in the van, how much solar you need, and what type of batteries. Um, huge debate. Lithium, everybody loves lithium, but they're, they have issues when it's cold. If you live in north, if you live where it's freezing temperatures, they may not be the best solution for you if you try to use the van later in the seasons or for a four seasons kind of thing. Uh, at the same time, the technology is getting better and you can use more of the battery 
than if you had lead-acid batteries. But lead-acid batteries work well if you can keep them topped off. I would say if you have at least 200-watt solar on the top of your van, you should be good to keep those batteries up even through the winter as long as you take the snow off. So I think solar is number seven. Number eight, look at your windows, vents, air fans, um, fantastic fans up top, help draw in and out the air uh, very efficiently, uh, use of the batteries or electricity. I would look at all those items. They're so important. You can't have a van that has no windows, no vents. Uh, it's not going to work. Uh, you need to be able to vent the thing. Number nine, way overlooked, way overlooked, a ladder to get on your roof. You're going to have things on your roof, even if it's a storage box, a solar panels, recocking the vents that you've put in um, and fantastic fans. Uh, you're going to need to get on the roof. Now, you don't physically have to walk on the roof. You can get all the way around it with the appropriate ladder. But carrying a ladder in a van, there's not many options. There's collapsible ones that you can take. And then there are built-in ones on the back. And some of the ones on the back can be transferred to the sides on some great things. But a ladder is not something to just put on the sideline and say you're never going to need it. You may have to get up there in the most... You may be way far from home, and you may need to get up there if you have a leak or something. So number 10, final item. The the number 10 item is picking your van, your van type. Whether you go with a Dodge or Mercedes or whatever brand you go with or a Ford, uh, space, shape to fit all of one through nine into the van and how it's going to work. So if you pick a Mercedes, uh, plan to spend more on maintenance than you would with any other type. Uh, fuel mileage with the van makes a difference. So don't take that for granted. Look at your fuel mileage that you would get. Will that impact your budget in traveling? So the van is number 10. So let's just recap one, your living area, living room, where you're going to be for the most comfortable. Number two is the bed. Really comfortable. Number three, a bathroom that you can use, <laughs> that you feel comfortable using, and you can take care of and maintain. Number four, the kitchen. Just how nice do you want the kitchen to be? Number five, heating and air conditioning. Uh, how are those systems going to work? What type of systems are you going to have? Number seven, generator. Actually, that's number six. Number seven is solar and batteries. Number eight is the ventilation and fans and windows in your van. Number nine is the ladder to get onto the roof. Uh, you're going to be, have to get up there on occasion. Uh, there's no way around it. Don't ignore this. Um, think about it. And the last one is picking your van. Hopefully this has been helpful. I have done, uh, I am doing a series on uh, van life. Uh, it's kind of in a fashion of 
helpful hints and, uh, and the experiences I went through. So it's kind of like an audible uh, series where it's, you can listen to both the adventure as well as things I ran into as I progressed into van life. There's nothing like hearing from somebody who has one and has experience with one, just what you will go through, uh, both the mental and physical and the, you know, cost of the running a van. So hopefully you'll listen into the van series. Uh, It's also on Spotify. I hope you enjoyed this quick uh, 10 things that you must have when you look in at a van.